to startuprad.io, your podcast and YouTube blog covering the German startup scene with news, interviews, and live events. Here we go. We got a recording. Awesome. Hello and welcome, everybody. This is Joe from startuprad.io once again with our Chris from New York here. Hey, how are you doing, man? Hey, I'm very good. Let's get things started because it's going to be 110 degrees, so 42 Celsius, and I'm already starting to melt here. <laughs> oh, there's the same over here in Frankfurt. We have an amazing Saturday. By the way, this recording was done on the 30th of June 2018. This will be the last startup recording for the summer and you'll hear from us towards end of September where we do one news wrap up because Chris and I are very much deserving of a break and we'll use this time to publish all the stuff that we have still on the shelf because there's a lot coming up. I was just looking at my schedule, planning all the stuff for the the second half of the year and i can tell you guys it's already pretty full sponsoring message uh, once again this is the june news 2018 and you're listening to startuprate.io the sponsoring message Startups.Observer supports this program. Startups.Observer is like online dating for startups and investors. It is by far the easiest and most efficient way to research potential investment candidates or look for potential investors. Learn more at Startups.Observer. Housekeeping. Many more interviews on YouTube. On our YouTube page, youtube.com slash startupradio, you can find more interviews from the Merck Accelerator as well as from our New York trip. There's enough material for at least um the summer and there'll be interviews upcoming like with a startup from africa and there'll be another big data startup that actually helps you forecast the properties of molecule since the last news recording we have published just yesterday the upcoming um the world premier of the coin analyst ICO. They want to be the Bloomberg of cryptocurrency space and just started their ICO. The social media channels are vibrating with content. We have more than 80 retweets and likes just for the initial tweet. And within 24 hours, we had more than 11 thousand views it's just amazing we talked to munditech who helps hospitals to fight dangerous bacteria we talked to the winners of the golden garage germany's investors side fintech award awarded here in frankfurt and we'll publish more interviews from our new york trip this time we had guide vine which is like match.com to find a financial advisor and we even did a live stream um, from the demo day of accelerator frankfurt the audio wasn't perfect there but we'll be working on getting better next time we have audio content we had two very very cool interviews with visha ray the indian-born entrepreneur who is co-founder of frankfurt-based ai startup accelerate which offers a tool called gamma and gamma is like the autocorrect for coding in part one of the interviews we talk a little bit more about corporates and startups and his journey from being a corporate employee, traveling the world to settling down in Frankfurt and starting his startup and the digital state of the digital entrepreneurship here in Germany. And in the second part, we talk, of course, about coding and Gamma. The ecosystem. 
Yeah, starting with the ecosystem. Clark.de, it's a local startup champion and insure tech heavyweight, talked uh, to capital market newspaper Börsenzeitung, so stock market newspaper here, translated literally, and told them they had to see more than 200 investors to close their most recent investment round. But now no German investor is on board there. Um, is the copycat mentality, which made so many startups big in Germany, finally coming to an end. Insurance startup Lemonade sues the European counterpart for copyright infringement. Um, and we also have the document in our show notes. And then there's um, The Economist writing an in-depth article about a new breed of German startups taking off. And um, it's also related to our um, yeah favorite um favorite topic rocket internet style e-commerce ventures are out this article says science and manufacturing led firms are in so that's quite a development there and then um yeah we can really say that uh, people are really falling out of love with uh, bitcoin a bit bitcoin has taken more heat since last news and um the price was artificially inflated last year researchers say the new york times had a piece on that saying um, a concentrated campaign of price manipulation may have accounted for at least half of the increase in the price of Bitcoin and other big cryptocurrencies last year. And uh, Bloomberg has um, an article about the current uh, developments of Bitcoin, saying Bitcoin's collapse accelerates, falls to lowest since February. The digital token has declined more than $1,000 in two days. Trading venues coming under increased scrutiny worldwide. And yeah, and just an overall, it's just a very volatile business. And right now it's going down. We will see where this leads. Um, as I always say, ICOs are fancy, they're interesting, uh, but you should not put all your money in it, just a little bit of money, which you can afford to lose. Right now, it's looking for me a little bit more like the early, like late 1990s, early 2000s, when we had the dot-com boom here. Talking about hubs and Frankfurt, completely unrelated to dot-com and boom and stuff. Frankfurt, Silicon Valley Bank opened its branch in Germany, of course, in Frankfurt, and they hired a Deutsche Bank alumna for it. The 10 hardest fintechs in Germany to the list made it Frankfurt-based Introtech Clock, we talked about before, and microsavings app SafeDeutsch, which recently completed its ICO. Horizon.net wrote this. Then there are 10 Fitness startups to keep an eye on in the years to come, writes eustartups.com. This includes Antelope Suit from Frankfurt, where we had the world premiere as an audio podcast back in 2016, and we did an update just recently. Then there's the Home24 IPO. Why is it here? Just because they're listed in Frankfurt Stock Exchange. Home24 CEO Mark Appelhoff, Appelhoff is happy with the IPO at Frankfurt Stock Exchange. He talks um, to Kundersena about it and the highs and lows of Berlin-based rocket internet Home24 until the listing in Frankfurt. You can have a look and just click on it and uh, scroll through and Prosimsatz 1 Media. We talk about it a lot because it's one of the heavyweights of private televisions here in Germany. They received seven-digit amount from the Home24 IPO. Then there is Karlsruhe. You most likely never heard about it, but Karlsruhe is very important. We'll get to that in just one second. First, 
Momentum Ventures Students at KIT Karlsruhe set up a VC fund for tech startups, right, Gründerszene. And why is this so important? I'm just quoting here Wikipedia. As of 2018, six Nobel laureates are affiliated with KIT. The Karlsruhe Institute of Technology is well known for many inventors and entrepreneurs who studied and taught there, including Heinrich Hertz, who proved the existence of, of electromagnetic waves, paving the way for radios and ultimately uh, cell phones and Wi-Fi. Karl Friedrich Benz, who invented cars and, of course, the founders of SAP. So keep an eye on them. We will do for you as well. Cologne. Cologne-based startup Silexica accelerates complex calculations for autonomous driving. Now they raised 18 million euros venture capital to further develop their solution. Lead investors EQT Ventures from Stockholm, Sweden. Then there's Dortmund, the Dortmund-based startup Fleetbird. It is the core of the sharing economy in Germany, which is software as a service sharing platform. It enables 15,000 rides a day in 25 cities around the globe. And finally, Munich. Munich-based startup Celonis raised 50 million US dollar venture capital from investors like Excel and 83 North with a valuation of beyond 1 billion US dollars. So we have a unicorn there. Not bad for a startup which had to bootstrap for five years. You'll find the links, of course, here in our show notes. And then we are getting to the that companies. was uh, quite an interesting overview because it was so unusual uh, so many unusual cities and um, I mean it again really shows that in Germany there's not I mean obviously there's Berlin as like the central startup uh, city right now but that there are also little pockets here and there and everywhere and so good for them companies we may add for Frankfurt I completely forgot that startup guide is going to make an issue for Frankfurt. So there will be a Startup Guide Frankfurt. The launch event uh, just took place. And I am one of the advisors who is helping to finally form this book. Look forward to it, guys. It will be published towards the end of the year. Look for like end of November, middle of nice. December. Yeah, so companies. Um, talking about one of the trends we see there being... Um, Corporate investments in the German startup scene uh, on the rise. So, for example, Porsche, the uh, car manufacturer, invests in Croatia-based super sports car producer Rimac. Rimac, I don't know Rimac. I don't know how you would pronounce it. R I M C. R I M A C. It is, and uh, now owns ten percent of the company. Uh, the tech of them should help to produce electronic electronic sports cars. So um, electronic solutions in that um, unusual market there or in that unusual segment. Then the used car marketplaces are booming in Germany. Now Allianz, the insurance company, invests 11.5 million euro uh, venture capital in Munich-based Abracar. And we talked already about Auto One. So um, that's a competitor there. And there's already some movement in the market. And then the VC arm of the German rail operator Deutsche Bahn called uh, DB Digital Ventures invests in two U.S. startups, reports T3N, T3N, a German uh, startup website. Um, and those two U.S. startups are GoKid and RightCell. And other investments include Clever Shuttle, What Three Words, Telixo, and Ber the Berlin-based innovation platform Beyond 1435. 
I do believe there's one requirement to have a startup name. It has to be hard to pronounce and yeah, make it true. easy to stumble well, over. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> we've been past uh, where we just drop a couple of vowels. <laughs> so it's at least the words that make sense. Um, Finance would be free, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, Twitter started like this as well. Twitter was also in the beginning. Twitter without the E. Anyway, fun fact. Finanzszene sheds some <laughs> lights on the Lendico ING transaction where the bank bought the fintech. According to Finanzszene, uh, to FZ calculations, Rocket Internet burned almost 27 million euros with the startup. ING may have made a bargain in a transaction, they conclude. ING Ventures invests in Berlin-based fintech FinCompare as part of a Series A financing round. And the HR group um, that owns more than uh, around 30 hotels around Berlin uh, invests in the food delivery service Kukimi. The reasoning is simple since HR group also owns shares in the drink delivery service Trinkkiste. Um, and yeah, this sounds like some possible bundling and using of synergies there. And uh, to wrap that up, that part of the podcast, Deutsche Startups.de compiled a pretty good list of venture capital investments from Picos Capital. Picos is backed in part by the youngest of the Zamba brothers of Rocket Internet fame. Talking about deals. Deals. Venture capital raised. Blinkist raised 18.8 million US dollar for it for its condensed reading platform for non-fiction books. Investors in this Series C investment include Inside Partners, E-Ventures, and IBB, which is um, a government-backed investment bank Berlin. Investors like Vala Ventures, Peter Thiel E-Ventures, and La Familia, as well as Business Angels, invest in Introtech Koya, C-O-Y-A. I think you can also pronounce it Koya. 29.6 million US dollars venture capital. Interesting fact, Koya has not started yet. And Berlin-based Karubi secures 20 million to fuel its international expansion rights tech.eu. 2016 numbers. There is a legal obligation in Germany to publish numbers for companies. Many large but unlisted startups have to publish their P&L balance sheet and some additional papers even if they are not listed, but those numbers have time and now they are popping up in the public place where you publish everything called Bundesanzeiger. Many many of the news outlets keep track of those numbers and we have found some for you. Lizara, the number seller, revenue raised from 17.7 million euros to 24.7 million euros, which is a whopping 250% growth. 80% of the revenue is still in fashion textiles and accessories. Germany makes up 44% of this revenue. Headcount went up from 104 to 169, helping the Rocket Internet-backed platform for services and cleaning published balance sheets for 2016. They are still making losses, 3.6 million in 2016, but this is better than 2015, where they had a loss of 10.4 million euros. They also axed almost 50% of the workforce during this time. Rocket Internet's Airbnb clone, Wimdu, uh, uh, generated 60 million losses since interception, but it's apparently getting better. 2016, they had a loss of 3 million. 2015, they had a loss of 
11.2 million euros. And then there's ResearchGate. Investors include Bill Gates, Tenaya Capital and Benchmark. Their loss in 2016 surged by 73.3% to 10.7 million euros, right? Deutsche Startup. The losses total more than 34 million since inception and Munich-based Tado, a competitor of Google's Nest. Revenue came in lower with 2.7 million compared to 3.7 million the year before and the losses increased, which was to be expected. They raised 20 million. Which brings us to um, a uh, overview or a, a topic from international uh, size and I think probably the most uh, relevant or most talked about deal there was Microsoft paying uh, a lot of money for GitHub. So um, uh, there we have some more information about why that might have happened. And I mean, in general, Microsoft is an interesting story because when we look at the mid nineties or like early uh, 2000s, how much Microsoft has been the butt of the joke. And in the end, it's now really a company that listens a lot to what the um, stakeholders want. And actually, it does feel like a much better company. Yes. And actually, proof that they really understand business is they're still standing, right? Yeah, many yeah. companies who have been around uh, when Microsoft yeah. has been around, they they are gone. Yeah, think for example, yeah. many older people will remember for um, Alta Vista. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, the list is probably endless. And uh, yeah, nevertheless, uh, T3N, the German website, uh, had a look at some of the GitHub data and saw um, from the GitLab that even on the day of the uh, announcement of the deal, um, several thousand projects had been moved away from GitHub to GitLab. And so, um, yeah, so we will see how that goes. Then I found that, something. Yeah. Are you in need for some inspiration like here in Germany, which just got kicked out of the World Cup, but it's part of the entrepreneur's journey. It goes up, it goes down, and sometimes you just lose. Um, we found uh, Margarete Steif. She passed away almost 110 years ago, suffered from polio, and was a woman at the time entrepreneurship was just for men. But you totally know her invention because she's the lady who invented the teddy bear and built a company that still exists today. Um, if you have like a Steif teddy bear there, uh, they always have some type of clip in the ear. Um, with the name of the company and, of course, her family name, Steif, in it. You, you know you one, go. right? I I mean, I know them, but obviously, since I come from a working class background, we don't have... I, I never had a Steif teddy bear, unfortunately. I, but I think, I yep. mean, it's in, in general, it's one of those things that you actually pass on over generations, and it still is this off, awesome... And actually, the, the, before that, it was just called the bear and just uh, Teddy Roosevelt got so famous, they decided to rename <laughs> it Teddy Bear. So it's once again an American-German production. Ha <laughs> ha. 
There you go. Yeah, very good. Yeah, I also uh, find a little analysis, or it's not actually little because it's a very long article, but uh, Inc.com took a closer look at HelloFresh. And actually, um, it is quite <laughs> juicy, uh, the revelations they have, or they are pretty determined in their uh, verdict about HelloFresh, um, which you can already tell by the headline. The red line, headline says, the world's most ruthless food startup, the inside story of how HelloFresh clawed its way to the top. And then um, one um, paragraph, uh, especially, it's like a little summary, um, shows where the article goes. And this paragraph reads, um, in reality, HelloFresh's history is far more complicated than his just add data and stir formula. It involves hundreds of millions of venture capital dollars, aggressive marketing tactics, health department complaints, threats of violence, hard, hard drugs, dump money, and at its center, founders who have been so relentlessly focused on growth, they've barely stopped to consider what happens when they actually win. So um, it was a real interesting article, I think. And uh, yeah, you can find the link to that in the show notes. It's on Inc.com. Great. Only thing to say now is that we are gone till September. We'll keep working on some interesting stuff. We'll also have for you in the first week of October some interviews. But this time, Chris did interview me. I interviewed him. We'll have this in video format and we are working very hard on coming back um, to bring you the next startup news as a video and at one point towards the end of this year we want to even do it as a live stream we really really hope to have you all on board here and thanks very much um startuprate.io has grown so far in this year um by almost a third and i hope to achieve at least 50 percent more subscribers in our audio podcast and we keep working with our youtube channel especially we want to have a lot of blogs and people who share this stuff who include us that's actually where the many views are coming from because we don't have so many subscribers but we actually have a lot of blogs including our stuff um actually most of them include us and i don't and i don't even know who they are or what they do they just do it and i don't mind no, we they apparently yeah. <laughs> they apparently like good content. So, Chris, content. enjoy your summer. Yes, be safe. Same to you. Thanks. Uh, I'll now go outside and start uh, the melting. And yeah, oh yeah, enjoy that. I actually uh, will. Mm, I actually will get out with my wife and enjoy some homemade unsweetened iced tea. There will be a good day. To each his Thanks, own. guys. Remember, sharing is caring, and hear you again in September, or may even see you. Yes, bye -bye. we will do that. Bye bye. That's all, folks. Find more news, streams, events, and interviews at www.startuprad.io. Remember, sharing is caring.